Hey, yeah, we're going to turn around here. I guess we're live, right, Josh? We are live. Finally live here, and uh, sorry for all the technical difficulties. We're here in Halstead, the biggest little city, right, Kelly? That's right. A couple of studs are from Halstead, right? Just a couple. <laughs> that guy that just drove by in that Mustang, and who else? <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Hey, anyway, everybody, welcome to the show. Sorry we're a little bit late. We're here in this in Halstead for the old settlers. I don't know how many it is, 120, 130th or something like that. A lot of them. But anyway, as always, we've been doing this quite a few years, haven't we, Josh, yes, here in the big city? Have. Of course, yep. it's my hometown and Kelly's hometown, and uh, we're getting ready for the parade. It's kicking off here at 10 o'clock. Of course, the car show over to Scout Cab and all kinds of things going on. It's the five-year. Every five years, they bring back the reunion, right? Yeah. You know, how many years have you been out of, out of high school? What year did you graduate? Oh, uh, three. Oh, three. It's, uh, it's been a minute. Hey, hold on a minute here, buddy. <laughs> what, what, minute. what about you? I hate to tell you, it's my 40th. Anniversary. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, we would, uh, the, my class got together last night, but uh, we've missed a lot of my class. Already. A lot of my uh, classmates have passed away, uh, but not very many of them got together last night. But uh, I think we're getting, trying to get together tonight. I couldn't get there because I was in the big city of Salina racing from that part. But uh, anyway, we're here in the big city of Halstead kicking off the parade here at 10 o'clock and uh, got some vehicles here. The ice cream truck's on its way. So, uh, Anyway, hey, this is a call-in show, 316-462-3673. That's uh, dials right to the main store. It goes into the reception. Tell them you want to get patched in the radio show. They'll patch us through, and we'll get a great price for each and every caller. And whatever you want to talk about, it's supposed to be what's ailing your car, but uh, if you want to talk about uh, any new products or racing or you want to talk about what's going on here at Halstead, the car show that we're sponsoring over there, whatever works, love to hear from you. 316-462-3673. And as always, Josh, what's in that package before Kelly tries to hang yeah, we're close all, on uh, wound <laughs> up in some cords here in the panic trying to get this thing up and going and moving cameras around and all that stuff. But uh, anyways, uh, for each and every caller that calls in, uh, we're going to mail you out a package. It's going to consist of the works, which is an oil change and tire rotation. Uh, while we're performing that, we're going to complete a multi-point inspection on your vehicle, checking over the brakes, tires, steering, suspension, all the safety-related components, making Making sure that vehicle's uh, ready to go for that next 5,000 miles of driving. You'll also receive yourself $10 to Mel's Diner so you can get yourself something to eat and drink while you're with us at the big corner. Complete nitrogen for your tires so you get all the great benefits that uh, nitrogen has to offer. And then a BG uh, products package, which is going to consist of a can of MOA or motor oil additive. And then a CF5 for your fuel system. Again, just getting that vehicle geared up and ready to go for that next 5,000 miles of driving. All right, so let's get the phones ringing, 316-462-3673. Anyway, once again, we're here in Halstead, right along uh, 6th Street. And, Kelly, you got any memories of that building right over there behind us? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, one or two. Just uh, one or two? That, you know, There's I definitely, a lot of pausing going on. Did you notice that, Josh? <laughs> yeah, you know, I definitely never got in trouble there or anything, so all, uh, all of them good I memories. Think Trouble is a different word for you. Yeah. I think you got in a <laughs> lot of issues. Is that what we want to say? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one or two. Yeah. So anyway, so, well, yeah, Kelly, I, it's, you know, this, this has changed so much since I was here. All we had was this one little building right here and all this has been added on and everything since I've been gone and stuff. But uh, I don't know when they, I can't remember when they added that. Is that, uh, is that here? It, it was not here it when not I was here. here. Okay. I, I think it was, uh, I think it's been there close to 10 years or so now. It, it's been there yeah, a while. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, uh, let's get the phones ringing. I'd love to hear from you. Anything ailing your car, tires, brakes, batteries, whatever it might be. But uh, we're here 
uh, getting ready to kick off the parade. And uh, we got the deuce here. We're going to be shooting some T-shirts out of. The ice cream truck's on its way to be here shortly. Got a few uh, Tuscany trucks ready to drive through that are pretty cool looking uh, from that part. So, uh, anyway. Uh, got a couple comments on the chat. People oh. checking in. And uh, so, we've got uh, Jason Cox says, good morning, guy, gentlemen. Uh, Delbert Alt says, good morning, guys. Glad you're back this week. Uh, yeah, we missed out last yeah, week, didn't we, Josh? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We were both, both of us were kind of gone yeah oh really yeah last week i was uh we uh raced in salina last friday night and then we drove up to kansas city to go practice up at boone iowa uh and then uh josh was hanging out at the one i, was. I went the, to the lake he went to the I lake, went to and the hang, lake. hanging out yeah. so we had to postpone the show last week so sorry about that so yeah Del, we're glad we're back live again too to talk about whatever's going on in the, in the automobile world and uh let's get some while we're waiting on some callers and stuff uh let's talk about some new products because a lot of things are happening with the 23s uh some order banks have opened up we can now order f-150s we can order escapes we can order uh edges and we can order explorers transits but the exciting part we got another lightning in yesterday yeah and of course it left very fast look at that hot rod i tell you there's so many neat look at that I love some of those. Headed to the car show. I still can't believe these towns that have so many cars hidden away in garages that come out. Yep. And I should have I should have, uh, I should have uh, brought a few of my hot rods over, too, but I kind of run out of time. That's what I should have done. Yeah. It's okay. Next year, I keep telling myself every year I do this, that I'm going to plan better. <laughs> next, and get year. Next, next year. Next <laughs> year. And here we are again this year, and I still don't have any of my hot rods here. So. And then I think I, got the, I think I got the first call about doing all this. That was yesterday whoa, afternoon whoa, 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 or whoa. so. No, no, it's, it's more for that. This is way, pl- <laughs> way planned out. <laughs> As we say, we have too many irons in the fire. That's yes. what my dad used to always tell me. That's, yeah. That is no kidding. We've got so many things going on and stuff like that, too. But uh, anyway, so. Uh, so you're talking about uh, you going up to Boone, Iowa. And what uh, what was that like? Well, I tell you, I've never been to Boone, Iowa. And it is the kind of the. Boone Nationals, it's coming up here in September. It's kind of the biggest race for the IMC racers out there. For just the IMC modified class, there's 10,000 modifieds across the country that race in that class. And uh, so the Boone Nationals is the final year-end battle where they get together, and they'll, they'll have probably 400 just modifieds there. Plus, you got stock cars and hobby wow. stocks and all that kind of stuff. So I got there, and uh, it is a cool place. It wasn't, I was expecting something like this facilities that Dodge City has. Dodge City has probably the second best. I mean, Lucas Oil's got the best facilities for a drag strip, I mean, a drag dirt track I've ever been to. Then Dodge City is second. But Boone was cool, just older. Uh, but the funny thing about it, the track, the dirt is black. It's not brown, it's black. So I asked a couple of people, I said, no, that's just how our dirt is up here. Uh, but I'm telling you, those guys there at Boone, I mean, it's a, four groove track and it's fast everywhere you got to go and you got to be up on the wheel and and that's why we went because we're going to go to the boone national jake got invited for a invitational race on the friday i don't know sixth seventh or eighth whatever date that is so i normally wasn't going to go run that race because it's so far six hours and then all those cars and all that stuff but since he got invited to that race and they invited 33 guys to race that friday race throughout the country wow and uh so he got the invite so we're going to go so we went to practice and uh and uh, it's it's not just it's, it's not like racing Slider or Dodger Hayes. It's a whole different ball game, uh, and and sort sort of thing. So that's why we did that to get practice, get ready for when we go back up there the first weekend of uh, September. I think September third is a Saturday night. We race then, and then we don't race again until Wednesday. And then of course Friday's that big race that they call it the Invitational race. And uh, so it'll be interesting to see what we can do in that race. I just didn't want to get up there and look like a fool. And if we went and not yeah. practice, I'd look like a fool. I promise. Now you. I heard they do. A- 
they get a little uh they get a little intense with track prep well i'm going to tell you uh that is one thing that always blows me away is how long it takes to prep some tracks but at different facilities and things like that but i'm telling you every track promoter needs to go to boone iowa and watch those guys go i mean within 20 minutes they had ripped that track up completely they had watered it they had packed it and was ready to go racing it was a perfect perfect track but again they had six tractors out there running around that's wild they had two school buses full of kids and i you know they put the kids there for the weight you know but it was cool and they had a fire truck also running around out there packing that thing down but they knew what they were doing they had that thing dialed in and and if in the surface you know and some tracks get holes in it do whatever not this thing what do we got it's like he's missing a mopper josh <laughs> that's so everybody else knows he's coming is that what that's that is for. It's for you his... got a muffler on yours yeah yeah, I you do. do. It is not that loud. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see if we see some more hot rods coming up through here in a little bit, because I'm sure we will with the car show coming up here, too. Yep. So, uh, you know, things pop up on the uh, chat yep. uh, deal every now and then. And oh, they, yeah. Any question, do you really want to read it or do you should you, should you not? <laughs> so uh, we got one on here from somebody. I think you can probably figure this out, but it says uh, 40 years out of uh, high school. Might want to check out the nursing home in Halstead while you're there. <laughs> I don't think it's open anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it's kind of crazy. I can't believe it's 40 years either. That's kind of crazy from that part. But it is what it is. Just another day. How I kind of look at it. It's kind of like a birthday. It's just another day. Yeah. So I come from somebody that always likes to discuss but never wants to call in. Yeah, so. I know. He Well, a couple times he'd call in, but not very many. Yeah. Not very many. So, uh, yeah, well, that's the other thing, Josh. He was while you were gone last week. He texted me about thought he should come in and take your spot while he you should gone. have. Yeah. He said he needed a shirt, and I said, well, don't come in shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's all he needs, we can get him one of them. So. Well, I told him, come on, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Make that uh, and just see what he can jump in that bandwagon for this little bit. <laughs> take some of them, them <laughs> stuff too. So, but uh, anyways, so you said uh, order banks are open. How about like the Maverick? Okay, uh, yeah, let's go that? into that. They were going to open at the first of August and they postponed it back because there's so many. I think they thought about pushing some of the 22s into 23, but I think they decided let's build some more 22s. So they pushed the order bank on the oh, Maverick gotcha. back another 30 days. So sometime in September, it's going to open up. Uh, some exciting stuff is uh, the 23 Lightning Order Bank is going to – technically, it's going to open, but we've got another 60-some orders in the system that are going to get built first. So I still really can't order a Lightning. We're going to take care of those 60 units people first, and we're making the phone calls now to make sure those people are still in and still want a Lightning and all that kind of stuff too. So I haven't heard the number of how many Lightnings we're going to get for 23. I hope it's a – of course, we got five for 22. Yeah. So I hope it's going to be more and all that kind of stuff, too. But I just don't know. I don't know why I can't get a number out of Ford, but I can't. What do you think on our second uh, courtesy lightning on it showing up? Uh, we're not getting a second one. Oh, okay. We just got the one lightning, the, the Pro. Uh, and then we just delivered a light, uh, Lariat, uh, ba uh, normal battery. And then we got two more Lariats coming that are the extended range is what we have coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I'm going to keep that 22 uh, lightning around for a while just to make sure we have it and stuff, too. Sure. Uh, to keep that, it up. Were they doing the same thing with that as far as everybody's able to sell it at the same at the same time uh, like they did on the Broncos? Okay, one more time. Were they uh, they were releasing it for all the dealers to sell their lightnings at the same time? Or no. Is that, okay. No, they didn't do that on that because that's what they did on the Broncos. Yeah. And uh, 
the Bronco, they made everybody because everybody didn't get their Broncos at the same time. So it was supposed to be the Broncos stay in for six months. Yeah. Uh, but then they turned around and said, okay, this is the date that you can start selling your Broncos. Of course, we kept our Bronco just because I want someone to have something to drive. And it's amazing how many test drives. Oh, we got some in the line. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, no, you're fine. Let's go to the phones and let's talk to Denny. Denny, you're on live with Under the Hood. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, my question, I'm trying to help out my niece here on her car. It's a 2013 Ford Edge. Now, from what she told me that she had it in there over a year ago, basically her, her Bluetooth and her aux cord went working in that car. And then said uh, a little over a year ago they were ordering the parts that it's, it's a accessory protocol interface module but and that's an, I don't know if the holdup or the parts not available but she said it's been a year before she gets the part so does she have any option is that part just not available uh, so where does she go from here yeah, so that's a, a good question, and right now we are having some, uh, especially on on those modules, uh, in some cases, extreme length of time to get them. A year seems extremely long, so the first thing I would want to do uh, is look into her specific situation and see where we're at with it. Um, the unfortunate side of things is... When some of these parts goes on back order, Ford doesn't really do us any favors. And sometimes they will, uh, if they're unable to fill an order for a certain amount of time, it just it just deletes the order or just drops off. And then you got to reorder the part. Uh, and they'll do that in a couple of different situations. One, if they um, uh, like say there's a revision to that part number and they change part numbers on it um, and stuff like that. And so something maybe could have fell through the cracks. A year seems like a really long time from that side of things. So uh, the we'll get your uh, number here or we got your number here and I'll give you a call after the show. Find out some more information from you and look specifically into that situation. But there is a case, case in points where Man, we're having some hard time uh, getting some parts. I think as far as manufacturers go, I think Ford has done, uh, you know, a outstanding job or we're in a lot better situation than a lot of the other manufacturers in that case. Uh, but I can think of, uh, I can think of, you know, quite a few other parts right off the top of my head that it's, you're thinking of situations and stories and it's like, man, what's taking so long? But I get it. Everybody, I mean, you go everywhere, anywhere or do anything and it's across every industry uh, for sure. So, but uh, after the show, yeah, yeah. yeah, after the show here, I'll get, uh, get on the phone with you. If I can get uh, some information or if you can have it ready to go, like the VIN number and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'll figure out, dig in, figure out exactly where we're at with it for you. Okay. All right. Hey, I really, I really appreciate your help. Thanks, guys. No problem. Thank you for the call. You know, let's let's dive into that a little bit deeper too and stuff because you know I'm just with my customers and the little bit that I'm involved with you guys is parts and thing. It is frustrating, but it is it's our supply chain and you know it's kind of like the other day I had a had a customer say, "Can't you do anything to expedite this part?" And I want you to know that we're doing everything we can with every part to expedite as much as we can. It's so much out of our control of what's happening there too. Uh, you know, it's just like the, we call it the APM modules that we had programmed. And we've had cars sitting there for 
a month waiting on it just to get a programming or more. stuff. And, yeah. And so it's frustrating on your end, but it's frustrating on our end too. We want to fix your cars. We want to get the parts. It's not that we don't want to, but trying to expedite something that you can't get, you just can't get. And it's not just us because, you know, we work on every make and model in our shop. We had a GMC the other day that we needed a brake control module for, electronic brake control module. We called General Motors, a GM dealer. They said they could have it in three to four days. Guess what? It took four weeks before we ended up getting it. Yeah. So it's just it's not just Ford. It's everybody's yeah. man, the way that's going and everything else, too. And it's frustrating. But I don't know where we're out of this, how long we're out of this loop, uh, you know, from that part. It's the uh, I will tell you, you know, I'm on that board with Ford for the what we call FDAF and looking at the supply chain and what we're coming with new cars and the next 90 to 120 days amount of vehicles that Ford thinks they can build. But again, it's all going back to, can they get the parts, can they get the suppliers to get them the yeah. parts and everything that looks like 90 to 120 days. It's going to be about the best it's been, but it's still not back to hundred percent of normal either. Well, and then you go through that. Okay. Now they've got it produced and it's just the next chain, the link in the chain that you got to focus on. And so, okay, now how about shipping them? Oh, getting, I mean, them, getting I mean, them out, you know, I've got and a, then, yeah, the shipping's the next problem. I've got, I've got, I got F-150 sitting in Dearborn. I got, a, I know of exactly one truck is it's an order unit that got ordered with me. It was built March 31st and it's still sitting in Dearborn. They cannot, for some reason, get that truck on. I don't know if it's just they built it and didn't put everything on it or what it is or whatever, but there's a bunch of trucks sitting in Kansas City. And uh, so that's another part of our supply chain. All these truckers that when COVID hit got laid off, now they're trying to hire truckers back. Uh, and that's what's happened in Dearborn, they're telling me, is the is trains. They can't get conductors to go or engineers, whatever you call those guys that drive the trains, yep. to get them to drive the trains out of there. Yep. Uh, so it's just a, a battle, and this is – you know, everybody that I, every business I go to right now, it's, it's, everybody wants help. And I don't know where the help went. Uh, and from that part, I just don't know what, where everybody went and why we, everybody needs so many jobs. It's, it's crazy. Uh, we're on the Wichita Crime Commission. We sat down with them and they're the Wichita Police Department trying to figure out how to hire 10 more police officers. You can't find police officers that we need and stuff too. So it's a, it's an uphill battle. And uh, I don't know where we're going to be out on the supply chain, but I, I'm thinking we got a couple of years to go here. So let's go to the phones here and let's talk to Greg. Greg, you're on live with Under the Hood. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. You guys are having a great day out in Halstead. Um, I was calling in because uh, Phil said something one time about, you know, call in about my EcoBoost or PowerBoost and uh, talk about how we've used it or how it's changed things or been different. Uh -huh. and, and I just wanted to, you know, really love the generator. We took it on a vacation this summer. And uh, we go, we have a little pop-up camper, but we weigh about 3,000 pounds and drove all the way up to Wyoming. I don't know. I really love the trailering profiles. I didn't, you know, before I bought this truck, I didn't, didn't know all the things it could do, but we've been figuring it out over the last, I don't know, six, eight months. But it's, I don't know, we drove about 2,000 miles of that trailer all across I-80, which means we're driving about, you know, 75 or 80. And... The, for the whole trip, we got 16.5 miles to the gallon. When we went camping, we were way out in the national forest, and we used the generator. Just, I, it's so wild that we're able to have all that capability. Anyway, that's, and uh, I don't know, it's really cool. 16.5 with the trailer and moving. Yeah, that's uh, that truck is very impressive. Uh, very for much sure. so. And you know the the generator the that they put on these things, 
I don't, when we went down to the, the training class in uh, Texas, they were doing it at uh, the uh, NASCAR uh, spot there. And uh, they did it in the parking lot. And they had uh, four, there was four semi-trailers that folded out for displays on, you know, uh, the different, had frames and engines and all sorts of uh, stuff displaying the trucks in different uh, stages of assembly. Uh, and then I remember one of them specifically, uh, it was set up like a construction site. And so there was, you know, table saws and air compressors and a heater and all that stuff. And they went through and uh, was displaying the, the power boost and the generator on it. And then at the end of the deal, after they displayed everything, they said, we have everything out here is being powered by an F-150. Um, yeah. And it was uh, right. it, it was absolutely uh, eye opening as to That's the wild. capabilities of what those things could do. And so, yeah, when you're uh, off the grid like that, I could see that being a huge benefit, um, you know, for those guys. Uh, and even as you get into these uh, these uh, EV vehicles or the uh, electric vehicles and like the Lightning F-150, uh, you know, you've seen the commercials on TV where they're not only using it to to uh, power the vehicle, but in situations that you could power your home with it, which that's, uh, I don't know, that's huge, you know, yeah. to be able to, to do that and, and think of it both ways. So uh, very, you know, the, the research and development that they put into these things is, is absolutely crazy. And you always think of, I don't know, I remember, you know, specifically like adaptive cruise control coming out and, uh, thinking man why do you need that you know it's just not and now if i get in a truck that doesn't have it it's like i don't it it's just you become accustomed to it it's so much safer and so much better yeah. uh for the vehicle and uh y'all the next year they'll come out with another option and you're like well, that's maybe kind of overkill and then about a six months a year later it's like wow i really need that <laughs> so yeah that's i i have a king ranch that has the massaging seats and everything and my wife's always like, oh, they're going to come out with something else. You're going to upgrade in a few years anyway. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. But I also want to mention something else because I really appreciate you guys. I, I, as soon as we came back, I knew I needed to get my old trains because look a lot of towing, and, and we were due anyway. But I didn't know you guys filled chips and windshields. I mean, I think, Yep. I don't know. Guys, it was nice to be able to drop it off and everything got done all at once. I didn't have to go to a specialty store just to fill a chip and windshield. But yeah, that, uh, you know, we really do try to uh, think outside the box, I guess, or just make it a one-stop shop all the way from, you know, windshield replacements to filling cracks in windshields to PDR. You know, I think we've got some more uh, some more things coming. But, again, it's just about taking care of people and, and making it convenient and easy for them to, to do what they need to have done. Yep. Anyway, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys taking care of my truck and, well, we, uh, what you do. we appreciate the phone call and the update and uh, all that good stuff. And you have a great rest of your day, okay? Thanks, you too. Right. You know, it is crazy what these F-150s have on them and everything else, too. Hey, Joseph, I know you want to turn the camera around. But we're fighting the sun, so we got the camera kind of set. So I we... was wondering if he wants us to turn around and just see what's going on behind oh, us. Oh, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Kelly has to be out here on yeah. the camera and everything. <laughs> so we Sorry, Joseph, we can't turn the camera around with that. I was hoping you'd see some more hot rods come by. Maybe most yeah. of them already at the scout park and everything else, too, that come rolling by here. You know, I did see a while ago they're lining up for the parade. The, some of these cars are getting ready to go. And a uh, gentleman right over here walked around in front of his car and 
crank started it and i know i i saw phil get a little tinkle in his eye because <laughs> he, he, he remembers doing that as a kid to have to go Trust to school me, and I, stuff not to go to school you know? but <laughs> yeah that was uphill both ways in the snow yeah. barefoot so yeah but let me tell you i have cranked a few cars so i will say that okay? <laughs> i don't think i don't think i have ever done that you haven't done that I, okay let me rephrase that i've never done it on a car i've done it on a tractor okay i'm gonna back up on that too i've never done it on a car either i just tractors have, yeah but i have done it on a tractor so yeah. huh yeah and you, yeah yeah that's all right i'm not done on any cars so i so. have seen somebody and i've never done it either but i have seen somebody uh hand prop a plane oh start the plane uh, yeah i'm out on that deal yeah. but <laughs> yeah that would be a little rough a little tough wouldn't it so yeah but anyway joseph yeah maybe it's uh you can hear <clears throat> hear the band in the background getting ready to go too so this should oh there's an old cadillac old convertible cadillac but anyway, there's all kinds of things going on here in Halstead today. It's, and again, it's there every five years they bring back the high school reunion. So this is one of the five-year deals. Uh, so I bet there's going to be a big crowd going down Main Street and stuff too today from that part. But anyway, back to, we'll go back to the F-150 with all the stuff that's on that truck. And, uh, you know, with me, you usually we drive a new trucks as demos, but now we don't because we don't have anything. And when you get out of one of those trucks that don't have all the stuff on it, it kind of spoils you a little bit. And it kind of... You know, and again, going back to supply chain and the chip shortage for the 23 F-150s, we cannot get the massage seats in those trucks. They're taking them out. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And they're just trying to make it to where they can produce them faster and get them to the, yeah, get get them them out to the consumers for sure. So Yeah, and there comes the Shriners and their big old orange Jeeps coming through. So how about Kelly, this Cadillac over here? How much do you think that thing weighs? That thing's about a 7,000-pound yeah. deal. Yeah. God. Yeah, you were styling. I bet if you had one of them. Well, I hate to tell you, I had a '77 Coupe DeVille, not quite that color green, but pretty close to that color green that I used to be styling around in. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, and I had a big old. I think it was a 502 cubic or 501 or something like that cubic inch, big block Cadillac motor sitting in there. Was it front wheel drive? No, that was the rear that wheel drive. The they did wheel. have the rear front wheel drive. That was the, back then it was the Eldorado. Eldorado, yeah. That had the front wheel drives and stuff on those. But uh yeah, I worked on a lot of those Cadillacs back in the day and stuff too. But uh yeah, that that was a seventy seven Coupe DeVille, kind of that nice like, like a brighter green when I had the white uh, Landau top on her, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we were styling back in yeah. that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but anyway, yeah, and uh so uh anyway, uh but back to the F one fifties and the stuff that's happened there. The uh, some of the other things that people don't like, but I don't mind it at all, is the auto stop. They're taking those off the trucks right now too, because that's some more chips, and then also the parallel park. And I, of course, I don't know how many people have you ever parallel parked one of those trucks. So I've done how that. About you? You ever done it? Yeah, I, I have. I've, I've done it quite a bit as a demo at the. You know, Kelly and I will go around to right. to some of the high schools oh, or the demo tech programs and stuff like that. And man, that always uh, captures those kids' attention when you're. You know, yeah. no hands on the wheel. Let go of the wheel doing, and it just takes off, spins around, and whips in there. But as far as a as far as a practical uh, need for it, I've I've never never done it that way. And so I'll bring that point up too. It's like the uh, the backup assist or the pro backup assist on uh, that they have yeah. on there. And I mean, I think Ford really missed the missed the market on being able to advertise that function or feature for. Uh, for it because going to the lake here this last weekend, I can oh, would almost you have to use it, Josh. No, no. <laughs> so I could almost. What do you think? Yeah, I think you used yeah. it. Yeah, I could almost spend the time at the lake just at the boat dock 
listening to oh, I husband know. and wife oh. or two couples on trying to back yeah. a, a boat trailer in. <laughs> you're, you're going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way. <laughs> and, and back and forth. And like, uh, uh, and it's just, uh, I don't know, uh, there's people that just don't back a trailer very often. Yeah. But in those particular situations, that feature uh, it's amazing what it does for somebody that knows how to back a trailer. You're probably not going to use it very much, but uh, if you, you don't back a trailer a whole lot, uh, it is absolutely that'll take and put that trailer exactly where you want it. Or you know? if you have someone else backing your truck up, you know, dropping your boat in the water, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a uh, very simple. It helps that back a trailer very, very well. Yeah. And it's, it, again, that's another feature that you're right. We haven't done a good job of getting that out there and demonstrating it and everything else too. But uh, there's so many features on these trucks like that. From that part, I mean, the one I still love the most is that adaptive cruise yeah. control. And oh, yeah, even coming back with the race trailer last night from Salina, I had that thing on and it saved me many a times, uh, from that part. But, uh, anyway, hey, let's keep the phones ringing 316 462 3673. Anything in your car, tires, brakes, batteries, or you want to talk what's going on in Hall City, you want to talk about new products, whatever it might be, let's get the phones ringing 316 462 3673. Okay, so anyway, we talked about lightning. Did we talk about Bronco? So I hadn't talked about Bronco. Okay, so yet. what's happened with Bronco? It's going to be opening up soon too, <clears throat> but I don't know yet. We've got a bunch of 22s that haven't been what we call scheduled or get of a date to be built. So I'm pretty sure we're going to have to move some 22s into 23. Uh, and again, don't know how many Broncos we're going to get, but uh, I got a sneaky suspicion Ford is going to do the same thing they did last year at the end of the year of the bottle run is – Everybody wants the high-end Broncos is what people want. Mm -hmm. But there's a few of the people that want that base or model stuff, and I think they're going to build some base models for us again and to give us some more Broncos to sell uh, to, you know, the, the smaller motor, not as many options and that sort of thing. Down in the, down in the low 30s to high mid-40s trucks, I think you're going to build us some of those uh, to have that are not sold or whatever too, so there should be some Broncos available. But uh, putting an order in is not quite yet, but it's getting close. So now, uh, you know, we talked about uh, the Bronco and the F-150 and stuff, but uh, where are we at on a on a Raptor R or a Bronco R? Or what's... Okay, well, we've got one Bronco Raptor scheduled. Uh, they told me we we're going to get four. I'm afraid some of those are going to get pushed to 23 also because I've yep. only got one scheduled the Bronco Raptor so far. Uh, now let's talk about Raptor. Uh, used to be we'd get about 20 Raptors a year. And uh, everybody's hot and bothered about this V8 Raptor that's coming. And basically it's the GT500 motor put in the Raptor. But there's more to it than just putting a motor in. They've got to yeah. change axles. They've got to change drivetrain and everything else to handle that. seven. They, they put it down to 700 horse instead of the 760. Uh but not getting very many of those. I haven't disclosed that number yet. Yep. Uh, it is. A, I went and built one, and it's about 112, 113 dependent. There's just a couple of few options you can put on one. $1,000 worth of truck, but it's going to be a small number, and I've got a list this long of yeah. people that want the Bronco Raptor R. Uh, not the, the regular Raptor R, uh, but just, for example, normally we'd get 20. Well, I will tell you we're getting four regular Raptors for 23. Yeah. So you can might imagine what my number is on the R. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, hit Malham Ford, every one of our vehicles, we've never marked anything up over MSRP. Just because I don't feel it's right and good. But I hate to tell you this, I'm going to have to probably do that to figure out who really wants that R. And the I've talked to some dealers that are really being really crazy with this number of how much they're marking them up over MSRP. Because it is going to be a hot ticket, a hot car, a hot truck. And, and sure. uh, everybody wants that V8 back in that truck. 
But uh, what they forgot about, I know the V6 doesn't sound as cool as it did or whatever, but that V6 is putting out more horsepower than that 6.2 was back when it was in the Raptor. Yep. yep. <clears throat> Uh, there's still some doubt about that V6 out there in the, in the world because it's a V6. I get it, you know. And, and Dodge is out there with their Ram the T-Rex, and I don't know what it's putting out for horsepower uh, from that part. But uh, so anyway, the the Raptor R, I can't uh, can't wait to see one. Can't wait to actually see one and drive it, and, yep. and that sort of thing too, and see what 700 horsepower is like. But we know what 700 because these Cause Tuscan, the, the Shelby, yep. the Tuscanies come in at 775, and the Shelby's come in at right there, yeah, uh, from that part. So the uh, you know. That V6, you know, when the was like 2009, maybe was it nine or 10 when it came out in the Taurus first, uh, the EcoBoost, um, from that side, and it has been extremely reliable. I mean, I can't think of uh, too many situations or occasions where, you know, and and just the amount of torque and horsepower and everything that that thing puts out, it's. I mean, it's crazy. It's just a workhorse from that side of it. I mean, if I had my choice right now today, if I was ordering an F-150 between an EcoBoost and a 5.0, hands down, it'd be an EcoBoost. There's no question in my mind it's what it would be. But I got got a couple guys, you know, we have guys that just order trucks every year. And, uh, you know, we're ordering the 23 F-150s. And I've got a couple guys already come in, and they I cannot convince them that the EcoBoost is the way to go. Do you know what, uh, and not to put you on the spot or anything, but the percentage of F-150s that are ordered, are ordered with uh, the EcoBoost versus the five liter. Oh, I'd just, say I'd say my orders that I built with it with those is ninety percent are EcoBoost. Yeah, and yeah. I just meant like Ford in general. Oh, Ford in yeah, general. Yeah. I don't know. That's another good question. I don't know what that number would be, but I'm just telling you, for us, it's ninety percent of, of EcoBoost. But I'm gonna tell you today yeah. now, if I'm ordering a twenty three F one fifty, yeah, Power Boost is what I would have. No doubt in my mind, it would be the Power Boost for sure. I mean, I was from that part and everything else too. I'd have would have the. Yeah, I had one of those EcoBoost uh, F-150s that I owned, and uh, unfortunately, the only reason I had to come out of it is to get a diesel for my fifth-wheel camper. But if it was not for that fact, I would still be in that EcoBoost F-150. Oh, yeah, no Loved doubt. it, hands down. No doubt. I wouldn't be Best in, in an EcoBoost. And a, there goes Derek. Is that Derek? That yeah, his Derek. wife drove by a little bit ago. Oh, yeah. But the power boost, I mean, today with the extra torque, and I wish I had those numbers yeah. in my head, how much more power that thing's got and all that kind of stuff, too. But the fuel economy is what's, what's crazy to me. I mean, I can if you take a, a power boost or the hybrid, whatever you want to call it, from that form, the power boost on that deal. In town is when that thing really makes your fuel mileage. Yeah. And if you really try, I mean, I can try. I'm driving one right now. I used one. We got traded back in. Of course, the guy that traded that uh, truck in bought the first Lightning. Uh, but if you really try with that truck in town, you can get 30 miles a gallon with it. Yeah. But you got to try. Uh, on an average, I'm getting about 24, 25 in town, just just driving around normal and stuff too. You don't realize what, how smooth that truck works when it switches into electric and back and forth uh, from that part. But it's the not extra like the old hybrids. It's, oh, it's no. very, very seamless. You can't even, just like yeah. last night. I was coming back through my neighborhood, coming home. I looked down, the RPM zero. I had no idea we was, I was running on electric yeah. coming through my neighborhood. <laughs> no idea. But that's what I would buy in a, in a New York second would be the hybrid uh, F-150, hands down. You wouldn't have to question me at all. And I know people are thinking about the batteries and all that kind of stuff and everything else, too. But irregardless, just say the battery does go bad. You still got the engine in there to go and do what you need to go do with it with the truck. It's never going to lay you lay down on you from that part. But uh, anyway, hey, let's get the phones ringing. I hear some noise. What do you got coming, Kelly? Uh, uh, we got a stock uh, car. Got a stock car on the, off the dirt track coming. I don't know who that is. I guess we could have brought Jake's car. Now they're put it through the parade he's always wanted to do that i never wanted to drive it we've got another one coming in right behind right behind him you know it's uh oh that's so uh 
Yeah, that's uh, God dang. I'm drawing blank. He lives here in town. But I used to race modifieds against him, uh, and this is his kids that are racing uh, now. God dang it. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Well, for those of you that are watching, this really shows our ADD. Ooh, that's shiny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is a there is a lot going on here for sure. So the parade kicks off uh, right after the radio show, right? Yes, parade kicks off at 10 o'clock. It used to be, I don't know if they still do it or not, they used to have the kitty parade, the little kids on the bikes and that sort of thing at, at 9.30. Yeah. Is it still good? Do yeah, that? I saw it on the schedule. And I've then seen, the big parade uh, kicks yeah. off at 10. Yeah. There's a, out of all the smaller communities, because we do this, you know, yeah. uh, a lot of different places. I will say that the crowd that this town draws, uh, you know, for, for this day is is pretty impressive. For it sure. is a large crowd, uh, for sure. Bueller does a, a pretty good job of draw, drawing a pretty large crowd, but I, I don't know this. Uh, and I don't know size-wise town compared to what this size is compared to Bueller. But I think it's about pretty close to the yeah, same, isn't it? There's, there's it's it's got to be close. real Bueller close. Bueller might be a little bit bigger from that part I'm not sure about that but I, I think so i think bueller's just a tad bit bigger yeah uh from that standpoint too but uh i, I was gonna say i thought halstead was a little bit bigger but maybe i'm a little bit biased i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Might be just a little bit right <laughs> anyway that, it's, uh depends running. are you are you in the town or not <laughs> yeah, that's true. Of course, you know we got Robert Kenny standing over. He he wants to be the Halsteading, but he can't be. He just can't move in the town and be a Halsteader. You have to have went to school here, done something, lived here, right, Kelly? That's you just correct. can't move in and then all of a sudden you're a Halsteader. You gotta you gotta earn that right to be a Halsteader. I, uh, I I started out in in third grade and graduated from here, so I think I think I'm kind of well. My dad was born myself to be in. My dad was born and raised here. And then my mom came from Spearville in uh, in the fifties, so I believe <laughs> yeah, too. So, anyway, the other thing we need to talk about too, I forgot. I don't know why we haven't talked about it. And I feel bad I haven't said something already. But Tanner Mullins last night in the USMTS up yeah. at Lakeside Speedway won the Grant Young Hands Memorial Race. It paid twenty thousand and two dollars to win. <laughs> the reason the two bucks is Grant's car number was number two. Uh, Grant died, I believe, of a can uh, rare cancer and stuff, and they've done this race every – we missed it last year because of a rainout and stuff. So uh, we tried to bring it back big. But Tanner did a great job last night, took off one his heat race, and then uh, drew – I think he started on the pole. And I wish I could have watched it, but we were in the middle of our feature last night when that was going on. And so as soon as our feature's over, my phone was blowing up and everything else like that. So that's pretty cool for Tanner and, yeah. and the Mullins gang and Buddy and – and Denise and, uh, of course, Jason Nolf, who works for us at Big Corner Creatives on the crew chief down there for him and stuff. But uh, pretty cool to get that big win down at Lakeside. Of course, tonight they're at I-70. I don't think they've ever raced on I-70 yet. I-70 is kind of a new track they put together out on the east side of Kansas City. Uh, back in the 90s, I got on that track when they brought out the new Firebird in 92. And it was asphalt back then. So we went out there and drove those Firebirds around that track. <laughs> and I was on the... Uh, on a board to do too with Pontiac at the time. So after everything was over, me and one of the Pontiac reps, they had stacks and stacks of tires and we just burnt the heck out of tires. <laughs> <laughs> you were just testing them, right? Just test to make sure they were doing all right. So after everybody left me and my Pontiac rep, we threw on a new set of tires on two of them. We took off and how we didn't crash one or heat each other or do something. It was nuts <laughs> going out there having a blast though. Anyway, part of the good fun, but uh, so they'll be fun at I-70. Hope Tanner can get another good finish in the night. He's chasing those points. He's second points with USMTS, and that's huge for work from that part. So congratulations, Tanner Mullen and Mullen's chassis. And uh, I think uh, I think Tanner's one of the very few out there on the, on the circuit that builds his own car, builds their own motors, and does everything themselves uh, from that part. So it's pretty huge to, 
to pull off that big win. Yeah, we've got, uh, and then uh, we've got the guys up at I, or not I-70, at uh, Topeka, Topeka at the drag races. I text Nick to see if he's got a chance or opportunity to call in and kind of give us an update on how things are going up there. Uh, so we'll see if we can get him on the line here. And then as of, you know, we went over to BG because BG is sponsoring Bob Tasca, who's a Ford dealer yeah. uh, that's racing in the Funny Car Series. And uh, he's come, just come off a win at Sonoma. And uh, last night when I was stepping through, I got a notice on my Facebook page from him. He was number one qualifier last night. So pretty cool for him wow. and Bob Tasky. He was great to meet him. I've heard a lot about him and stuff like that, too. But it's good to meet him in person. And just a good old down-to-earth guy. A little bitty uh, guy, too. Yeah, I would agree with that. You know, I don't know. I've always been uh, – you see these NASCAR drivers and, and drag drivers uh, on TV, and then you meet them in person. And they're typically pretty small. They're kind of horse yeah. jockey-sized people. Uh, for sure. So I, I guess I'm out on NASCAR is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, exactly. So a couple of stock cars rolling through here. God dang, I still can't think of, my, of that guy's name uh, that lives here in Halstead. He's raced for years and now his kids are into the into the sport and uh, having fun with that, too. So anyway, just a few minutes left on the show. If you got some more callers, 316-462-3673. Love to take your calls. Give away the great price package for each and every caller. Only showing no, you get paid to call in on. So anyway, uh, getting ready for the parade to kick off here in about 10 minutes. So it'll be fun and exciting to see the crowd down Main Street. As always, and like you said, Josh, it's something about this old Halstead. It always draws a good crowd. Yes, it does. And a lot of fun, too. So wish I could stick around and have some more fun out here with the, everybody that's here and stuff. But uh, as soon as the show's over, I'm headed back to service a race car and head to Hayes, Kansas to go race again. So should be fun in Hayes, Kansas. A little, that's something I hate about going to Hayes. That drive, once you hit west of Salina, <laughs> ee! Yep. It's good to have that uh, adaptive cruise with the lane keep assist, right? <laughs> it's just a, it's just not fun yeah. drive to get there. There's just nothing out there, and it's hilly, and it's up and down, and it seems like you always got someone doing 40 mile an hour somewhere and everything else too from that part. So and that's out to Hayes. Hayes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't so Hayes or Dodge City. Oh, I'd much rather drive Dodge City. That drive really? to Dodge City is nice. It's, yeah. Yeah. You just go straight out 400. And you got well, a few towns you go through and that kind of thing. But exactly. It's, That's a big deal. You got a little. You got a couple little towns you go through. It kind of breaks up the drive a little bit. You get out there on I-70, and uh, it is just. There's not, yeah, it's hilly, and it's it, down and windy. and Very monotonous. It's not bad if you're just driving a car, but when you're pulling that race rig and uh, fighting yeah. through there, too. You got another caller? Yeah, I got Nick on the line. So, Nick, how are things going up in uh, Topeka? Oh, pretty good. Staying uh, really busy. Uh, got a decent car count for this event. So lots of people, lots of fast cars this weekend. That's cool. So uh, is Bob Taska still got the number one qualifying spot for the funny car? Do you know? Uh, last I looked, he was last night. Yep. And I believe between uh, most of the pro mod classes, top sportsmen, and a few of the other ones, uh, who's your tire is holding number one qualifier in about every class that we're in. So. Hey, that's pretty good. So, uh, how's the who's your tires going? Everybody getting what we need? We got plenty of supply for them and everything. Uh, the drag side is staying pretty pretty steady. I mean, there's a few uh, part numbers that are real popular that that are come and go as fast as they they show, but uh, I'm pretty good with that so far. Very good. So, any exciting news or anything exciting to happen up there in any of the classes yet? Anything up that can at all? Um, what's, what's been the surprises? biggest upset? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Upsets, surprises, or uh, last night. Uh, so, one of the in pro mod, uh, Stevie Fast Jackson uh, set the fastest mile an hour, and then was set number one qualifier, and then he got uh, got passed. Uh, 
three rounds after that by a nitrous car. <laughs> so when it say it's a mile an hour, how fast was it going? I don't want to butcher it. I want to say he was like 206 or 208, something like that. In the, is that a quarter or the eighth? Eight. eight. Holy moly. I'd like to pull that off. <laughs> that's uh, that's yeah. scooting. <laughs> that is moving down the track, isn't it? You know, it's, Nick, yeah. it's, it's kind of fun. We were talking to Bob Tasca there, uh, what was that, Thursday? Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday yep. over at BG Products. They had him there and talking about that, and that's where I told him that uh, the mile an hour for the funny car is still – fastest at topeka kansas the national record and i happened to be there that day when they went over 336 i think or something like that and everybody was thinking the timing was off and all that kind of stuff it's kind of crazy everybody going nuts with that but uh he said how they slowed them back down but he said now the crew chiefs have come back away and forgot to put that mile an hour right back in so he's looking for us uh, for uh nhra to step in again and uh figure out something to do to slow them down but i don't know if that's going to happen or not you know, I was uh, when he was sitting there having that conversation and we were talking about just the exhaust and, you know, how one guy did it and was successed on as far as tilting it back. And then yeah. he was running faster. So everybody's like, what, what, what's going on? And then it wasn't long and everybody was following suit right behind him. So, yeah. So basically we're talking about Nick, yeah. the, the curve of the headers used to go straight up. So that was thrust basically holding the car down. So then they leaned them back and they figured out stress pushing them forward. So they leaned them all the way back to yep. straight out, and basically it made the car an airplane. So yeah. then, yep. that's, yeah, they, they they do that in some of the smaller tire classes too. They actually tilt them towards the ground to help get the weight transfer to the back of the tire. Yeah, and then they said that finally NHRA stepped in, and there's a they have a, a template, template they put right over the header. They have to match a certain degrees, all that can be, <clears throat> of pushing that down and going through there. So it's crazy some of the things they do and and stuff like that too on that part from uh, keeping these cars down, keeping them safe, and keeping them moving down the track. So I got uh, a couple of comments on here, uh, and one of them says, uh, Phil's jockey size, so you can race. But <laughs> the, the other one says, uh, uh, asked if it was Franz racing. Brian Franz, there it is. That is yeah. exactly who it is. Brian Franz and his two sons are driving those stock cars. There we go. God, I can't believe I couldn't get that out of my head. Well, Troy, uh, Troy Freeman helped you out on that. Yeah, so. Brian Franz, that's exactly Perfect. who that is. And Brian was a heck of a modified driver, and he's got out of the seat now and got his kids in those two stock cars. And I'm sure he's going to bring them up into the <clears throat> up into the uh, modified class. And uh, Brian was always a great racer and a clean racer, and always had fun racing against him and stuff too. But he raced for many, many years, many, many years from that part. So, anyway, uh, guys, we're about out of time. Well, Nick, uh, thanks for the update up there, and hope uh, I mean the weather's held out for you guys for sure the whole time you were up there. And uh, so what, you know, what times everything kick off up there today? So they started running the classes uh, at eight o'clock this morning. So yeah. they're they're already underway right now. So when's eliminations aren't till tomorrow? Is that correct? Uh, some of the classes. So uh, I super stop. I believe the first round of eliminations just went down, uh, and then this evening I believe they've got uh, the nitro cars and stuff are first round t tonight, and then there's a few other classes that are first round tomorrow. So they kind of break it up. Um, they change it around depending on how what the run order is of the the day of how fast they're getting down the track or the track's temperature and so on. Makes sense. Okay, well, Nick, hey, thanks for representing us up there at Topeka at the national event. Go Hoosier, right? Yep. And uh, thanks oh, for yeah. taking care of us up there and everything else too and uh, sell a lot of tires for us and uh, make it happen and, and uh, capture some good pictures, stuff that we can share when you get back, okay? All righty, sounds good. Have a good one. Yeah, bye. All right, bye.
Okay. Any last closing thoughts, comments, anything whatsoever before we roll out of here? So, uh, you know, everybody's uh, been back to school mode. From oh, God, it's crazy. I just heard these kids so, are ready back yep. to school this week. Yep. So if uh, you're sending junior off to college, uh, make sure to let's get that thing in, get it serviced, get the multi-point inspection done on it. So uh, while they're off to college, uh, we can maybe prevent any type of repair uh, that you might have. So, you know, I just thought about one of the comments in the that Mike Sheridan brought up. What's going on on the uh, basically southwest part of our dealership? You see some dirt being moved, and basically we're building the state-of-the-art detail shop. We have we have so many used cars we're needing to get detail. Plus, we're going to kick into the retail side of that, yep. and uh, we're building us a nice building back there. Hopefully, we'll be in that building at the end of the year and uh, have somewhere we're going to be offering a lot of things from ceramic coating to films and uh, the 3M film and stuff on your cars and stuff like that too. But the biggest thing is we're going to have a detail shop that is second to none that's going to detail your car and bring it back to life and everything else too. But uh, I think we got a good plan of how we're going to put a assembly line in there together and everything else too. So that's what's happened on the southwest corner. We're building a building there. I can't remember the dimensions of it, but it's a good-sized building we're yep. putting, putting together back there for our detail shop. This The next thing for – Melhelm Ford out at the big corner, right? They yeah. were uh, they were back there going to town on moving dirt. It, it's amazing those machineries and them guys up there make short work I, of it, don't they? Yeah, they. I, I could do it, but it would lo- not look graceful. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they would, cut uh, that out so square and perfect and everything else. Yeah. I guess oh, that's square, what you did. It's level. Oh yeah, it, and crazy it was. Nuts. It took them what, one day. I think it's called Half practice. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you just uh, <laughs> hire on and do that. I don't think yeah. you just jump in the seat and it winds up looking like that. <laughs> I yeah, have I always. So. I don't know. I've always wanted to run an excavator. Me yeah. too. And I just wanted to start somewhere and start digging a hole until somebody come up and says, "What? What are you doing?" <laughs> I want to. De- I want to demo something though. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we might be able to get that chance because oh, the, the old sh- buildings. That's right. Because I think what we're planning on doing is we're just going to level those three buildings over there or you know, haul them off. So when that first excavator comes in, I might have to be in the seat there just to do the <laughs> running the deals yeah. and, and yank it down. You know what I'm see saying? What, see what we can uh, tear up. There you go. Yeah. Probably so, a hydraulic hose the first go, and then you yeah. lose about 75 <laughs> gallons of hydraulic fluid. Yeah, something like that. Well, so. It's broke. Sorry. <laughs> that, hey, I got to go. Josh's bicycle down there? Look at that. I, I wondered how they got on those things. <laughs> That seat is seven feet off the ground. Yeah, I'm out. That's wild. No, am I like I'd fall it over? And... Yeah. How about stopping? Well, you see what he did there? He got on back of that truck. Well, yeah. I've seen that, but now how about when he's in the parade? The if no, you gotta yeah, keep moving. I don't, I don't think you can stop on something like that. Like the jack wagon in front of him. Just <laughs> or you're gonna have you to go what? up beside a car gonna... and hang on, I guess. Yeah, or something. Something. I'm gonna brake check this. Guy. But yeah, he is about seven feet in the air, isn't he? Uh, yeah. I think it's seven feet to the bottom. He's pedals. <laughs> right. Maybe. Wow. I mean, he's going to come down the street, and we'll see him on camera here real quick. See if he comes this way. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Hey, anyway, everybody, uh, sorry for the technical difficulties getting started on the show, uh, but it is what it is. We can't fix all the technical difficulties. Going the other way, yeah. isn't it? Okay, well, anyway, we'll thought maybe we get to see him on the, on the deal. So, anyway, we're getting ready to kick off the parade here at Halstead and uh, have some fun. they got the ice cream truck here ready to go. Then we'll head over to the car show and have some fun there with all the cars and all that stuff. So, if you're looking for something to do this afternoon, Halstead is the place to be. Plenty to do. So, hey, everybody, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We will uh, talk to you all next Saturday.